Welcome and join us as we do life as men, tackling relevant topics unfiltered, keeping it real while keeping the balance. This is the KTB Podcast. Right there. All right, cool. All right, here we are. Okay. Here, here we are. Uh, this would be 001 or 002? 001 Alpha. Really, rightfully so, it would be 002. It would be zero. It would. Because we already had, right. we had a 001 session. Man. But it didn't get recorded. It didn't get recorded. But it's there in the it's, hearts. Yeah, yeah. We it's got there. We got two representing from that night. We got Alejandro, myself. Raymond here, I've been chopping it up with him on wanting to do something like this, you know. We wanted to do this for a minute, dude. For a minute, bro. Uh, you know what? One of the first ideas that I had for this garage was wanting to do something like this. Is sitting down with a group of men and just having an unfiltered discussion on different people's points mm-hmm. of view on different, just life in general. Yeah. Unfiltered. Right. As men, as men of God, you know, because... God was the one that brought us together. You know what I mean? We wouldn't be, we all come from different walks of life. Yeah. I don't think that if we ran into each other that we would be friends. Naturally, yeah. I, you know what? When I ran into Raymond, he wasn't saved and I was and he didn't like me. No, he looked unapproachable, bro. <laughs> no, 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 for real. Like, dude, dude. This dude, this dude had a short haircut, right? And like, naturally, his eyebrows, if you look at, if you look at somebody with Bro, aggressive, my came out my nose. if you look at somebody with aggressive eyebrows, you're just like, Are I'm my not eyebrows mess- aggressive? Uh, no, 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 no. You're a nice guy. Cool. Yeah, no, no, no. You have, you you have friendly nice eyebrows. Okay, cool. You have friendly eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he had Bro, the aggressive the grouch eyebrows like I do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, he had aggressive eyebrows. So it was just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to this guy. He has a chip on his shoulder. So now that he was definitely unapproachable. Well, when you first check on to a, a division, because I had just came from deck department to AIMD. And so deck department is rough. You know, you don't want to expose. The guy that comes in all happy jolly is the first guy that gets drilled. Yeah. That's true. The go-getter. Oh, yeah. They try to take that out of you, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they try to sap that. No, you, like, were, you were right in doing that, though. Being kind of quiet, know, reserved. Like, is... Let me just see the situation and assess it. And I've noticed in life that that's... That that's come in handy, you yeah. know, if you don't put yourself yeah. out there. No, you're right. But then in certain situations, you may walk into where everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. And so being that person that is more towards like a positive outlook, you know, type of attitude, kind of stands out where people would want to gravitate towards you. You know, so what I mean? you so, were saved, and Raymond was, you know, you. No, were you guys saved. in this? You were in the same. Raymond was clubbing, same division clubbing every Friday night. Nah, yeah, I was clubbing with Morty at the time. Actually, we're really? in the same division. Yeah, the same and then division. and then Morty got saved. And I'm <laughs> That's like, hilarious. He's like, oh really? <laughs> I was just that interesting. Because cool. okay. Morty, Morty got saved later through yeah, you guys, right. you and Scott Mead, and it was. A Dustin Lindley, yeah. right? Yeah. And then uh, I would see you guys having conversations in the 2M shop, and I would stop in every so often. I hear the conversation, and then dip out really quick on purpose because I didn't want to stick around for that mess. And so <laughs> he would, bro. He pop his but, head in there. But like, Morty was like on a whole nother level, bro. Like the same level that the same energy that he would use to try to get you out to the club was the same energy that he used to try to get me out to church. And he'd be like, "Hey, bro." Hey, yo, come out to this church, bro. Like, what are you doing, bro? I'm just like, yo, Morty, leave me alone. Like, it was all he talked about, and it was, it was, it was shocking to see, man. But um, you know, eventually, you know, I I came out. I think Ernie 
Ernie uh, invited were, were me and the wife Were you guys friends out. at that time yet? Yeah, we were cool because he had came from deck department. And he joined AIMD. So, but first time I saw him with the aggressive eyebrows, he was deck department. And then, and then I found out he struck AE. And I was like, now we got aggressive eyebrows within AIMD. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, okay, whatever. He's infiltrating my my circle. Yeah. So it was all good though. It was all good. We were all tight, man. And uh, I think y'all chopped it up with Holland too, right? Y'all started talking to Holland, Holland and he kind of opened up. He came out, right? Mm-hmm. Holland was actually he's from he's he's Cambodian. Is he Cambodian? Yeah. I, I thought he was black. Dude really? was well, he's mixed with Cambodian and black. black. Yeah, yeah, he looked different. Guy. Guy, like I used Do to I know call that him. guy? Was he still around when I came no, by? No, no. Uh-uh. Okay, because that yeah, was way before. And then you mentioned another name, Dustin. Dustin Lindley. Lindley. He he went to Arizona, no, no Vegas, Vegas, to help to his, mom. his mom. Yeah, his stepfather passed passed away. Yeah, yeah. I remember so that. He 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 left to go take care of her. But you don't know Scott Mead either, right? No, it sounds Scott familiar. Mead, man, the jitterbug. Like you can scare that dude with a fart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, like you can scare him easy. There's compilations of him being scared. There is. But I remember when I first popped up at church when Ernie invited us out, and he was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> That's literally the first thing he said. Like, what are, He's like "What are you doing I'm like, here?" I'm uh, like, "This is a church, doing? right?" <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was supposed to be here. <laughs> Am I not? Uh, so Raymond, Raymond was one of those uh, shells that was a little hard to crack at first because. I really couldn't figure him out, you know, because he'd first come out, you know, first, not come out, but first uh, come into the work center, pop in, do a funny dance, you know, because oh, was he always was dancing. always dancing. He was always doing something. And whatever yeah. was trending around that time, music-wise, it was like at this time there was like, do you remember the the song, The Laffy Taffy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That wasn't dancing The Laffy Taffy. Yeah, you did. You did. You did the Laffy Taffy. You did the you. What, what is that? Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the Soldier, Soldier Boy. Boy. The Crank That Era. That the was Crank That Era. Yeah, no, no, no. I think you're right. Yeah, that was, was around the Crank so That Era because I was clubbing. Come into the work center, he would always be. He, he'd come in and then he just bust out and doing a little dance, and then we're all just kind of stop and just look at him like, "Are you done?" Yeah, I was always. And dancing, then he's bro. like, "All right, later." And he dip out. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> just move, walk out the door. <laughs> you're the hype guy, dude. Right. It was. It was. It was lit, man. I was like. I was like. 19, 20, bro. Yeah. I, no, I think I was night. I was nineteen. Nineteen when I was on the boat. I couldn't. I couldn't drink or anything, man. That was my first taste of, uh, of shipboard life. It was. It was interesting though. I mean, it was. It was good times. So, I don't regret. It's it. so weird because when I, you know, when I first got to, to the ship, I really, I was kind of like that, but not for dancing. I would always try to find somebody that I know didn't listen to a certain kind of song and sing around music, them. And I would sing like, "Hey, you heard the song." <laughs> And then I, would, I would expose them to like music they've never even considered listening to, and a lot of times they didn't like it. But was it West Coast stuff? It was uh, no, it was a lot of Southern rap. There was actually some West Coast stuff, and just like, but it was also like I wanted to be like, I guess multi like multicultural. Yeah, multi. So I try to <laughs> try to like bring in like all kinds of music, and they're like, dude. Yin-yang you know twins. so many yeah I would just like all kinds of things right Yin-yang twins. so I, I felt to some extent I was always like singing and stuff and right. we were like what is it this dude's always like coming up with something but not the dancing there. that's never been that's crazy <laughs> no but back, back to what you were talking about when we first started they, how they tried to shut you down and change your mindset when you first come in because I remember when I first got to my work center 
I wanted to do air crew because coming from Pensacola like I didn't know anything about air crew like when I joined like when I when I was talking to my recruiter he never mentioned anything about it but when I saw them in Pensacola with the flight suits the green flight suits I'm like I dumb, want that and the golden wings. I freaking want and they look that like officers bro with the shiny boots I'm like yo Clean. this is what I want man yeah. and so I was I was set in my mind that I'm gonna go air crew when I get to the boat or rescue swimmer one of those you know and so I, I get to the work center and I'm just talking to Hargit AT1 Hargit right <laughs> He he talks just like E forty, bro. If you ever heard E forty talk, you know E forty from West Coast. E forty, player. Alright, you better call. So 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 I'm like so I'm like I'm like hey, you know I'm new around here, but uh, my my goals are I want to eventually go air crew and I want to do you know rescue swimmer. So I need to know the route that I need to take. He's like. Ugh, slow down, player. So first of all, you just got here, so you need to make sure you have everything else in line before you even think about. So he pretty much shot me down like right off the rip, and it discouraged me. I'm not gonna lie. And it's, and, and and actually, Lindley ended up going, and he got picked up. You remember that? Swick. That's why. Well, not, not no, Swick, no, for he, he, he air crew. crew. Yeah, Star Swimmer. Star Swimmer, search and rescue. Yeah. Yep. That's I wonder why stuff. that is because even when I showed up, they were like. You know, I was like, yes, petty officer, or belay my last. You know, like, all oh, boot camp, and they're like, shut up with that. And I, was like, <laughs> I felt like crushed. I was like, I don't understand what they wanted to do. You don't say that here? Like, what? Relax, boot. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to shake the boot camp mentality, because they, they beat it into your head. And then the more you want, the less they want to pour into you. It's weird. And then... But if you kind of are reserved, kind of like how you were, right? Then then, then end up and investing like, oh, more. What's up with this guy? Like, what's his story? You know? Just, yeah. Well, well, we, so we all come from different walks of life, right? So, what? So what do you guys think about predestination? Somebody telling you that you would have, that this is, we would have eventually mm-hmm. met up in this place right now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, because all right. So let's let's talk about what predestination is, right? What, what's what's your take on predestination? All right. Well, when when you talk about predestination, I feel like I feel like it's like one of those things, like talking about time travel, right? <laughs> it's one of those like what ifs, like it's it's so it's not something that you can prove. It's not something tangible, right? Okay. So the only thing that you can really go off of mm-hmm. is is the word of God. Like, what does the word of God say? about predestination that's good yeah. so uh because you know yeah people say like well what if you go back in time what would you do differently and that would ultimately change your destination right it would but predetermination tells you that you were destined to go back in time you were des- predestined to go back and change this i don't and like so everything is going to turn out that way regardless right there's nothing that you it's can, a, there's nothing it's you really interesting too because i don't i can i can kind of grasp why somebody would subscribe to that idea but at the same time it's like you know me as an individual I don't really like the sound of it because it makes me to believe that I don't have control exactly of my life There's exactly. it's like fate and like you just and it and I think it's just way too complex to even be categorized as one right. one thing so when I hear it it goes back and forth because you know certain things happen and they were destined to happen right right but. so it's like and it's and I feel like I feel kind of split you know what I mean because the same way that I hear you know 
and we've we've heard it before in church and different preachers say it. You with the Bible, you can't pick and choose what you want to believe. It's mm-hmm. either you're all in or you're not. Right. You you can't say, oh, I believe that Jesus died on the cross, but 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 say, but I don't believe that 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 uh, Job went through what he went through, and God would put him through that and test him. You right. know, or that Noah parted the Red Sea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And or, or you know, just right. just 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 not Noah, but Moses. And 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 that, that and that, that was Noah test. was. <laughs> that was a test. You was like, right. agreed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how when Adam parted the Red Sea. Oh yeah, I remember when Adam did that. You know, so it's kind of like you can't pick and choose with what. So that's how I feel with the situation. You know, or with this topic is uh, with with all right. Do I have a? Does God have a destiny for me? And if He does, then am I walking the life that I'm supposed to be walking right now? And it's because He already set me on that course, or so am I being controlled this whole time in order to meet that destination? Right, right. Or do I have full control over what happens? And if I choose to right now to move to California and uproot my whole family and start over there, but still follow God, that I'll end up in that same destiny. Right. You know, it's no that that's like no matter what you do, that I'll, if your your God has predetermined that you would end up in this place, and and it, it, I think here's another way to think about it: if you believe in predetermination, the Bible clearly says that you know there are going to be people that go to hell, right? Right. And as Christians, we subscribe to the idea that it's not God that sends you to hell, but you choosing. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes, so if you believe in predestination, you're saying that God predetermined for you to go to hell and there's no choice for you. Yeah, see, and, and that's crazy. where it kind of really contradicts it too. And so I think it's almost, it's so complex. We think of the human body, right? We have like our heart, it has its normal pathway. It's got the SA node. It's got the AV node. It's got the Purkinje fibers. It, oh, it's getting deep. Dude, I'm telling you, it has a normal pathway. <laughs> right. It's the pacemaker of the heart. It, it contracts a certain way, but there are focal areas where heartbeats can come from. Mm. There, are fo- there are different areas, and I think it's life is very similar. It's like a spider web effect. Maybe there are infinite amount of predeterminations. Right. And it's and it's up to you. And the crazy thing about spider webs is they branch out mm-hmm. and connect to other it strands. Is. So maybe it's maybe it's as complex as the heart or even like a neuron. It's the same thing. Whenever whenever you need a function done in your body, right. there's an action potential that gets slammed through and then it sends out a receptor mm-hmm. in the synapse and connects to another neuron and then that's how you're able to complete that it's like the same thing it's like a a, to me when i think of predetermination i think it is very possible but i think it's with god since he's so big so So outside of time yeah so outside of time because that's the honestly that's the only way god can be real bro right is he outside of time he has to sit outside outside of time right and if he sits outside of time he can see everything that's why he can know every hair on your head right and he can know every decision right that you can make Right. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it branches off. It's it's really intricate. And I I've, think I think one word one way that I heard uh, like God being outside of time like described that makes the most sense to me is like you got a parade going on, right? And you got the front of the parade and you got the back of the parade and you have people watching the parade. The people watching the parade can only see 
the parade as it passes by, which is like us, you, me. We can only see life as it happens to us in time, right? Um, but God, you would imagine, is like in a helicopter and can see the entire parade. And he can see the beginning and he can see the end and he can see everybody involved. He has to. And so, you know, just because that he, just because he can see the beginning and the end doesn't mean that he's set out for that to be that way, right? Just because he knows how something is going to turn out doesn't mean that's how he necessarily wants it to turn out because we all have choices, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest ways to shoot holes into the theory of predetermination, of predestination, right? Uh, when people say, you know, because like you said, it takes away your choice. It, it gives you no power. It gives you nothing to work towards, right? And, and then those that are already on a beaten up path right? see their situation and say, <clears throat> well, if predestination is really true, then... There's no way that I could recoup from this. There's only there's only more down that I could go. Yeah. There's no way that I could. This is where I'm supposed to be at. Is what I'm right. Saying, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. that's a horrible way. That's so demotivating. That's an, and it, it is. And it, it what is. you're explaining is like almost like a cause and effect thing. And right. and that's another reason why God is real because there has to be a break in cause and effect. He there has, has to. to there has to be. And he mm-hmm. and he has. Any scientist will tell you that. Yeah. But that's the only thing that can be that break. Yeah. Of cause and effect. There's no other tangible like ideal. And so when you say that I'm like, yeah, we can't you know, we can't go on this path thinking, Oh, I'm only going everything that I do negatively is gonna keep just being right. negative. Right. And I, I think another another aspect like going back to the Bible, um the Bible clearly tells us that like it, it, it clearly determines paths, right? Like you have what says the sin leads to death right and it talks about the road to heaven is is thin and narrow straight and narrow right but the road to hell is is wide and you know so it's so it's like it right there it's telling you like you have an option there are select choices that you can make that can lead you to heaven that will lead you in a certain direction but there are infinite choices you can make that can lead you to 100 percent, and that sin that's ultimately will lead to death or hell and so i think that's that's crazy that alone like that's true predetermination like it the only thing i could think of you know it, it where the bible says before before you were in in your mother's womb i knew you right that but you that's had a purpose that you have you right have you have a purpose from the time of conception exactly god has a plan for our lives but it's up to us whether we're going to accept that mission and carry it out because at the end of the day, at the end of the day we're not robots yeah you know, we have we have a free will, and we have the freedom to choose what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And then the Bible clearly, like I said, discusses paths that you can take that will either lead you to destruction or lead you to freedom. So, what do you guys think about if? Okay, what do you, do you guys think about <clears throat> this idea? Could predestination or the topic of and it's it's almost like a like like a belief. You know, they like it's it's so big that people believe in this, you know, and subscribe to it that it's almost become like like a secondary faith. Right. Do you guys think that it's that the whole idea of predestination is man's way of trying to figure out God and put him in a not put him in a box, but give reasoning to why things happen. Yeah. Or why you're in a certain situation or you know, could it be because to me it's impossible. To try to figure out God, bro. The guy is the guy is omnipotent. He's 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 omniscient. Right. 
He's he's uh what's 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 the other one? Present, omnipresent. He's he's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time in all places. How can you figure something someone like that out? Yeah. And to me, the whole idea of predestination it all it it seems like it's it's man made. I think it's just like a simple way to try to understand something that you can't understand. That you can't right? understand. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're yeah. spot on because it's Does like that makes sense. Yeah. You know what? You know we we have to be able to. I guess justify how God operates within our own, you know, confined mind, and we, you know, we might think this is what, how He operates, but it could be super, yeah, way just way past yeah. us, you know. I think you're spot on saying that. I, th- I really do agree that probably that is, you know, men's like ability to try to understand. It's like a coping it, mechanism. It's trying to find reason for you. I, I don't think any like. Like when it comes to like predetermination, I don't. I, I feel like it's never like a positive. It's always like, well, this is where I'm at. I guess this is where God wants me. God's predetermined. There's never. There's no victory in predetermination. I'm, I'm predestination. I keep saying determination. Predestination. I, is that the right word? I feel like I'm brain farting here. Yeah. Pre- predestination. Yeah. Sounds weird now. <laughs> it does. Now that we're only here, you said it like five times in a row. Predestination. I think it. Predetermination. You, you <laughs> between predetermination and predestination. You said both. I think I said hey man, we're all out of here, man. We, we lost it. But yeah, I think it's like a hopeless thing, man. I I I, I wouldn't ever probably subscribe to it because I just don't. I don't like the idea. That makes me feel like I don't have a free will. Yeah. And that's like that's almost like anti. That mm-hmm. is anti what the Bible says because God gives us that free will. So it's right. almost like. No, they can't be. And I and I think uh, you know, just like human, God changes his mind about things sometimes. You know, maybe it's not on like deal breaker stuff that he has, but there's there's times where he's like, you know what? No, I don't want this anymore. I regretted making you. <laughs> like the dinosaurs? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, what do you I think just... happened? Why do you think God killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> Because we would have eventually made them pets. <laughs> That'd be dope. That'd <laughs> be dope. And, and, pets. and ruled cities with them, bro. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? That? Or they would have killed us. They would have. They they wouldn't have let life be. Not not in like a fallen world, like you know, back in the garden where you know Adam could lay down yeah, with the but, but in, with the tiger. But imagine imagine <clears throat> uh, human beings or, or or man in general hunting these things down to live off the land towards where now there's no more to hunt but there's another part of the world where these things are thriving but we've learned to pretty much make life be in one part of the earth if we're we, now we're not we're not eating these dinosaurs and we wouldn't only eat now them. we're living off the land <laughs> and then we evolve into being somebody you know really really smart and making these mechanisms and then finally end up traveling to the other part of the continent and seeing these creatures and then you know what these aren't food we could we could if we could take one of these back we would take their pelts and, and make take, them into armor we could take I mean, look what we village, did the horses could, right you know what i mean i don't know horses are literally our 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 <laughs> no living could, cars right now imagine if their skin was like tougher than teflon and we could just well, like like, Le- like leviathan yeah like, bro and we could just you know put on their that'd be sick dude and we have like these dope suits with like almost like uh what are the elites from halo with the swords that come out that'd be pretty dope that's a good, that's a good reference right there that was a good reference i could understand that one that was good get that one now, yeah, I'm, would wearing, that be, I'm wearing t-rex right now would that be in a fallen world though like because like 
before the fall, they didn't eat meat. Nothing was killed, so it was all it was all fruits and vegetables, right? Yeah, that's true. Ooh, that leads to another like conversation. Should all men be vegan? <laughs> oh my God. I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding. I was about to Heck say, no. Get out. Heck You're no. not invited to this anymore. I'm kidding. I can never. I can I never, bro. No, no, no Bring I love been excommunicado. That yeah. shit. He's bro, I love my, I love no. my protein. I couldn't do that. I'm sorry. Did you say that. steak? Uh, not to knock anybody, because there's people who have gone on the green kick, and they've done really good, man. Yeah. I've no, met actually bodybuilders yeah. that have yeah. done it. They've withered, though. I just can't do it. They've gotten smaller, bro. I just can't do it. Any bodybuilder that has gone from no, yeah, high protein eat. to all plant-based, they have, bro, lost all their gains. If it's a task to bodybuild and eat with, like, meats, yeah, it's going to be, like, terrible doing it yeah. as a vegan. Because you got to be constantly eating. And you don't heal as quick. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not good for you. I don't... I, certain medical reasons, yeah. But. Come on, pull the chair, bro. Sit down. Yo, I, yo if we could build a desk right here that could fold down... Oh, that would be so dope. Yo, I'd be, I would build that with you. A nice... Like a giant... A nice cherry maple, board. like... And it put, yeah, hinge well, it, and then let it down, boom. Well, purpose would it serve? Just don't let my kid near we it. We would all sit please. around it at a table. Oh. For the it. podcast. Oh. Yeah, they would probably break it down. Keep <laughs> her like 10 feet from here. <laughs> Bro, it'd be so dope. That's... Uh, something with a chain fall to kind of... Yeah. Shh, and if it yeah, just down, let, it, let it down. And we would just kind of put two legs it. right here on hinges... <laughs> and then when you let it down, you just oh, and you can extend it yep. when it when it's like yep. seated, and then you tuck it away, put put it up, latch it down, and it'll cool. stay up there. That would be cool. That's a project, dude. I'm down for it. I, I definitely rearrange. Yeah, that would be done in one day. That that doesn't take long. Yeah, I'm down. I'm I'm in. I'm like in a woodworking kick right now. No, I honestly, when, once I start, like once I get stationed wherever I'm gonna be at. I'm gonna find somebody that does construction. Wait, are you supposed to be leaving soon? No, I'm gonna no. be stay, but they're gonna station me out to like a oh, spot. Get oh, okay, here I got you. I got so you. So whenever it's I get the ladder, right? That, uh, no. So first, um, like usually the first two to three years, you're on, only on an engine and medic. You don't okay. jump the ladders or more for the guys that are a little bit more experienced. Some of the guys that go up the into the yeah, they fire? just have a different mission. So engines is the fire, uh, the primary component of their mission is like fire suppression mm-hmm. ladder is typically assists on rescue but there's their primary mission is to uh support by you know there's a number of maneuvers that they do with ladders mm. at a scene and a couple other things too it gets like really complex but the simple stuff is they usually take care of utilities because in the fire you got to cut off the gas and electric and you know water you don't want right. that running and then on top mm. of that They'll also do like they have maneuvers called like VES where they, they've it's called ventilate entry and search. Mm-hmm. Whenever the fire is blocking off a side where you can't get into, but you know somebody's in a like room, right? They'll they'll go to the other side and risk their life pretty much because when you introduce oxygen to a fire, right, it, it travels to the path of least, least resistance. Right. So it's oh, a, wow. it's a, the guys on the ladder they don't get dispatched as much. But when they do, it's serious. It's usually more serious, right. and their their jobs are pretty demanding. They're the guys that get on the roof, they cut mm-hmm. the holes for vertical ventilation. Man, dude, there's so. so much. I mean, you know, there's so much like to learn about different aspects of, of life that it's not possible for one man to know all of this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's just you have they, to. They said it. It's like you you gotta be a jack of all trades, a master of none. Master of none, right? That's what they said. But I'm I'm looking forward to getting going to a station where there's a dude that does construction 
because I want to be like really handy. I'm not, like I'm Yo, okay with certain things, but I want to be like it, good, it's, bro. It, it's like, so expert. rewarding, bro. I bet. Do you Me build it, stuff? Do I what? Do you like build stuff? Like, do you? Uh, I built. Kind of I built things. I I built recently. I built our shed. We, me and the wife built our shed. Like from the then, ground up. Yeah. Well, it was a. It was a. Oh, it was a prefab, but we still had to lay the foundation. Okay. You know, cement. Uh, oh, you laid the cement. Yeah, we oh, laid dope. cement in the ground. Um, laid the crossbeam, made sure everything was level. Did the walls, the roof, everything. The it leveling was, to me sounds like the most challenging. Part. Yes, bro. And that's a sermon to whoever wants to write it. Like when it comes to like the foundation, your foundation will. Alexa, stop. Sweep the floor. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm reminding you, sweep the floor in the podcast now. <laughs> so, uh, with the foundation, if you're square, if your if your if your foundation is off level or or it's not that's square, dumb. it messes up everything going up. Nothing is gonna line up. You're gonna have to. How did it's you? Gonna look what top. did you use to level it? Oh, was man, it like the bro. string craft oh, technique? Dude, yes, yes. That yeah. terrible. I don't no, it's not. That. There's so many like. The good thing about us getting in, like getting to it, is that it's evolved over the years. So now, like, it's knowledge that's built on more knowledge, and so like, there's so many tips and tricks that you can use from master builders and stuff like that that makes your makes the job. 20 times easier than it was 20 years ago yeah um but you know we had to break up a slab because there was a pre-existing slab but it was unleveled it was you couldn't build on the crap it was bad so we had to break that up with a sledgehammer take all that stuff out dig up the ground lay down posts in the ground cement those in make sure it was leveled was it like 18 inches in two feet in bro uh so there was like pre-made cement blocks that you can buy from Home Depot. They're about that big, that wide, and they have a oh, cross. Oh, it's got the cross shape? Yes. I've seen those. I've seen those. And that's what we use because you sit the 2 by 4 down in there, and then you cement that in there so it doesn't move, and then you cement that into the ground. And so if that's not level, you know, and that's the beginning, yeah. and it's going to mess up everything going up. Jeez, but so what were we talking about? Is, is, is oh, that what got building. you into what... Um, Cause you said you're, you yeah. This would work. That the was the first. That was the first big project, and then um, the next thing I did was I built my computer setup into my closet, and then. Yo, I whenever I talk to people, uh, and I see their closet, and they're talking about how do I, how, I'm thinking about what to do with this closet. I always bring you up where I'm like, yo, when Raymond first got his house, he was really into building himself a desk inside of a closet, and he did it. And it, that's like his gaming setup. That's where he streams. Talk and, you know picture. what I mean? And, yeah, and so I'm like, like I, I always talk about it because I'm like, that's so creative. I never, I never would have thought yeah. about that. I don't even have a my closet is like, not even a closet. It's like a void. <laughs> so it's like I a just, small little void. It's so terrible. I just recently moved my that. setup downstairs. <laughs> oh, it's the queen. Recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, not not too much longer, babe. Love you, you guys much. Take off, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is like a his and hers. I recently moved my setup downstairs into oh, our. Wait a second, was you a got a boy bed. too, bro? Huh? That's how my closet is. Yeah, bro, I love it. That's and so it, hers is on the left, mine's on the right. That's exactly how my closet and her closet is. It's, it's good. It's good. And so, and I, I moved so, out of there because my oldest son, he's been sharing a room with his little brothers mm-hmm. for years, and it, it's time for him to get his own room. But um. 
yeah, so so we did the shed initially, and then we did I did my closet, and then and then we just recently did the closet again, and then we added shelves into the uh, into the shed, which was it. You know, it's not anything overly complicated, but it's like little tips and tricks that you can learn yeah. to make it make it easier on you. And YouTube is a huge resource. Oh yeah, for sure. When for it comes sure. to stuff like that, that's how I learned anything about cars or right. Anything. Yeah, like YouTube has saved me so much money, bro. YouTube is great. Yeah, YouTube. And I, I, I'm 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 grateful that we live in a uh, a place uh, like in a time now where information is so readily like available to us. Right. Like back in the days, if you had a school project, you had to go, to go into the uh, the library or if your family had the encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. Do you know what an encyclopedia is, Papo? Yes, I do know what one is. Have you ever used one? I think once. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like a project. Bro, like, there's like fifty like, of them, and they're like, all in alphabetical order. It's like one. Like I think it was like an introduction. I was like it was like years ago. Oh my like, gosh, they're I, so like, bad. Teacher was like, "This is what an encyclopedia is." Like I want to look at something like encyclopedia. That's the only time I ever touched one in my life. Oh my god, and only time. Yeah, I know what it is, but like I only like, use it once. For, like, and you know what? That's the sad part is that our kids in this generation aren't gonna know what it is to do real research. Real research, yeah. It's all because like to them, it's on the palm of the hands. Yeah, yeah. And when you cite your source now, it's Can't. like. You know, you go to a uh, you know web page that cites it for you, right? And exactly. It makes, as long it makes as it's a like a reputable easier. you know domain, you reputable. can use it. And quote then, unquote. Yeah, and and then those sources will cite sources from somewhere else. You yeah, know what I mean, and, and it's, it's like, like a train of, and it's a train. Yeah, it's, you it's, can't use Wikipedia, but you can use the sources that Wikipedia cites. <laughs> that's that's the fix right there. Oh, but man. since we have since we have Popple here, what's your thoughts on predestination? I don't think he knows what that Do you know is. what predestination is? No, not really. Yeah. So prede- predestination pretty much says, as a human being, when you're born, your life is already set on a, it's on a set path. You're going to end up in this place, whatever situation it may be, whether you like it or not, because it's been predetermined by an entity that you would be in that place. Like... It's predestined that you would be hit by a car at the age of 25, and that's how your life is going to end. There's nothing you can do about it. You have no control, no say-so in the matter. What do you think about predestination? I mean, it's... I guess I, I think that because, like, what we believe in, we have, we have our own destinies and everything. But, like, some, I, I, don't, I don't really know if, like, it's, it's going to happen. Like maybe if you make some choices, that destiny can change something else. Maybe if you're on a certain path, that and then you like make a, like a very important choice, it can branch off to a different different mm. endpoint. It's like shifts whatever like big choice you make. Nice. So that's not predetermination though. You're talking about alternate routes that you can take in life, which would change your destiny. Ultimately, your destiny, right? But your predestiny is like this is gonna happen, and it's like you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Kinda. But no. I mean, it, it's kind of confusing, because then, then, like, man, it's just how, it, like. Your destiny is what you were meant to do. But predetermination says you will do it, and that's exactly how it's going to happen. It's kind of tricky because it's. That's difficult too. Yeah. Because every every man has their own destiny, but you can stray away from your destiny and choose not to follow because that. Because you could affect somebody else's destiny. You right. could, you really could, right? By marrying that person, marrying that person, or having a child, right? The, you, you can, know, you at can, at a re- yeah. Time. 
mm-hmm. having a child in poverty versus having a, a ch- you know a child out of poverty. Right. There's a lot of different variations to that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's my core. You could affect somebody's <laughs> yeah, destiny. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, you really could. Yeah. I really don't. That's almost like going along the lines of Ouch. the butterfly effect. The but- oh yeah. <laughs> The multiverse. That, that, that movie, the I, I, that was a great movie. That was a that really was a mind boggling movie, bro. It was, it was great, it was insane. And then I guess like a year or two later, after it had initially came out, they came out with the alternate ending. You know where it's like this is what the ending that they played in theaters, and then there was an alternate ending. Yeah, and you get to choose which ending it is you know that you like the most and it, it was I was like great you're gonna be this, <laughs> you just showed me a whole film on a person making horrible mistakes and you, you're at the end you're giving me the option of which ending I want you know right. it's, it's and, and, and both of them were pretty jacked up I think yeah they were <laughs> that movie was messed up it was uh, the movie was crazy man. I mean there's no spoiler alerts at this point but didn't he like Decide like the only way that everything will work out perfectly is if he never if he strangled himself inside the womb. He wrapped the umbilical cord, cord around his neck as a baby, he, and he ended up just ended him ended really? his life. Yeah. That's that's what happened. I don't so no, bro. Yeah, that was one of the endings. That was that, was, the, that was the main that ending. Was that was the ending. That was the, the main ending. I remember is where he <laughs> is where he tells a girl he's like, I hate you. I never want to yeah. see you again. And he ends up living a whole new life by himself. And then they're in New York, and they're passing by each other, and he, like, stops for, like, a split second. Like, he recognizes her? I remember, because the Oasis song uh, was playing, so long, so long, and he's walking, and he's, like, in a business suit, and she's, like, in a business suit. And, and they, it's almost like he entertains wanting to go talk to her. Yeah, again. like, he, like, and stops, like, and he, it's like no. he has deja vu or something. Yes. And That's he crazy. Sto- and then is he that, 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 that was the original. Ending. That's another. Because I saw it in the movies. So I think I know the, about you, the alternate ending, bro. Is that the alternate the, ending? That sounds messed up. I was like, what? Yeah, he killed him. He just killed himself. He no, was never that's born. Not, that's too depressing for me. That's pretty depressing. If a movie's too depressing at the end, I end up not liking it. Like, <laughs> so what movie really upset me was The, the Departed. With Wait, Le- with Leo? Oh, when they blasted him in the elevator? Yeah, bro. I was like, this is, and then they open the elevator, boom, and I was like, oh. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Can what? I get a cranberry juice? I couldn't believe it. I was like, no. It was still a movie, but I was, you know, I'm the not Departed. a big, I don't really like, you know, sad endings at all. So. Oh, that's crazy. Man. That's... <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They open the door and you're like, not even a split second you think this is going to happen. And then boom, shot him. I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? Didn't that happen to Joe Pesci too? In the, which mob movie was that? The Goodfellas. The Goodfellas, right? They, they, Blew his brain. Oh, he out. walked through the door yeah. and they do yeah. shot him in the back just, of the head. Yeah, dude, ended him that right dude there. Dies in every movie. Yo <laughs> Pesci, Yo Pesci is great. They just threw him in like a ditch. I'm like, or like a dug up hole. <sighs> hey, go get your freaking <laughs> shine box. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a good one, man. Uh, look, I I, I want to hear your reaction to this one topic that we talked about. And, and it was I know we're gonna close it out here soon maybe like another five minutes but we all went around the room and we all talked about you know or pretty much gave an, an input on based on this on this one question right and it's um okay, let me see this is gonna be good I know it it was heavy ready 
wanting to to reproduce who we are Mm. would I want someone like me to be in my circle or Mm. am I worthy of reproducing my character quality and traits Mm. what do you think about the idea or would you want to reproduce another Raymond and I know you got three boys you know and all three of them have different characteristics or whatnot but I'm talking about who you are as a person, and this is more of a self-evaluation, look in the mirror type of question. Right. Would I want to reproduce who I am? Right. My character, quality, and traits. Go. I would say, uh, I would say yes. Just overall, yes. Um, Interesting. Okay. I think as, as, as humans, right, we all have to realize that we're flawed in some type of way right oh yeah none of us are are perfect right and so you know some of us have personality flaws some of us have you know you know speech impediments whatever it may be we're just not perfect right right? but i think overall as a as a person um i find myself i'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination but I'm also like not evil incarnate. You know what I'm saying? Like a Hitler or a Stalin or something like that, right? Those type of people they shouldn't reproduce, right? Yeah. Um But overall, like I think yeah, I mean I have I have no um regrets about reproducing, you know, like I have like I like say I have my boys, I have my daughter. If they if they took after me, um I wouldn't have a problem with the people that they turned out to be. You know what I mean? That's a good way to look at it, too. Yeah, that, that is. That's, that's a very hopeful way of looking at it. Right. It's a very hopeful Because I defaulted the opposite. Yeah. Same and here. That's what I did. I defaulted the Initially, other way. Initially, when I heard this question, and, and, and when this question was asked of me, mm-hmm. somebody asked me this question, and that's where I was like, man, I got to write that down because this is, it, 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 like, I was dwelling on it for days when I first heard this really? question. And I, and I was, like, really kind of meditating on, you know, who... Who I am. Oh, that's a punching bag. One of the kids punched it, so it's just rocking. But I, I was really met, meditating on who I was and right. evaluating every, not every decision, but most decisions that I've made up until now. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, man, I am the way that I am because of decisions that I've made in the past. Right. You know, I've, I've essentially, uh, along the, the, the topic of predestination or what mm-hmm. we were just, just talking about, I've, I've altered my destiny to say mm-hmm. because of different major decisions that happened in my life, right? Papa, can you stop that from laughing for me? Huh? That sounds, sounds like a woodpecker, right? Right, that sounds like a woodpecker. <laughs> I was like, whoa! And, and so... So, so that's why, and that's why I dwelt on it because I've there's been major things that have changed my my uh, my my route to say, you know, uh, and and so I'm like, man, I I really hate those decisions. Some right. decisions I really really hate. Some decisions oh, yeah. I love, like when I came to Jesus Christ. I right. love that's one of the best decisions I could have ever made. That was one of the best altering moments for me, you right. know. But then now looking at who I am now. 14 years plus after salvation am I happy with who I am mm-hmm. and the first the first response was heck no man there's so many other things that I can <laughs> tighten up on that I really wouldn't want to reproduce someone like me right now yeah that's that's one that's one way to look at it 
but I think I think that if we focus on the negative mm-hmm. more than we focus on the positive, mm-hmm. and when you think about your overall impact on the on the world that you had so far mm-hmm. in your life, I think I don't I don't think you can take that out of the picture out of the grand scheme of things. Like <clears throat> you've accomplished so much, right? Like as flawed as we as are, flawed as yeah. we are. That's good. That's really as, good. As flawed yeah, as like, we are. I think it's a really actually sound Christian way to look at something. That too. is, man. It really is. Because that when is. I listen to that, I'm like, man, that is like, that's how we should look at our salvation. Like, You have to. You know what I mean? It's you have being to. Like, I'm going to hell because I suck. You yeah, know? because I've made all these mistakes. That's almost like how when people first come to Jesus, they, they're they like, it's impossible that I can be a Christian. Yeah, because that's a Christian everything that I've mindset. done bad. And, right. and here we are giving them hope where it's like, no, no, no. Like, God right. can help you from right. that. Yeah. And... It's funny because here I am 14 years later and I'm being asked this question and I immediately resort to default yeah. to that same way of thinking. Right. It's my all default the negative, to all the right. negative. All the, that's but you're right, too. bro, because how can we... It'll almost, it's almost like we're holding ourselves back if we focus Absolutely. on the negative. Absolutely, 100%. And pretty much putting it on, the, on, on, a, on, on a weight scale, the negatives of life and mm-hmm. what we've accomplished right. up until now. Right. Which one outweighs the other? Which one outweighs? And if this one outweighs this one, then I must be doing something right that's worth reproducing. And if I, I think at this point, as, as Christians, I don't think I think we tend to underestimate the impact that we actually have on the world, right? If if you if you compare yourself now to who you were when you were running with the Latin Kings, that's two different people. Oh yeah, for sure. That's completely two different people. Right. But who you are right now. Would you want to replicate that person? I say absolutely. I think that question was used also specifically to expose something, to expose not even an imperfection, just a motive. What is your motive? Like, what's your motive? Like, you know, if you have a bad motive, if your motive isn't what it should be, then you might just default to the negative. Right. You're right. I know because like people can say, "All right, so my my go-to is obviously like the Navy SEALs," and and people can admire them and be like, "Oh, they do this for the country, this and the third. But you know, a lot of those guys just do it not for the motive of they do it out of serving. their heart. They well, some do, but I the, the vast majority of them don't do it out of service. They do it because they know, like deep down inside, it's an awesome job. Right. That's I true. got. I get to be a warrior, renowned to be like the best. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's like a self interest thing. Yeah. And point, I. Yeah. I think even even though we impact the world for good, right? If your motive isn't because I want to impact the world, but you want to maybe perhaps do better than the next guy next to you, or mm-hmm. perhaps you know impress man versus right. God right right because uh, I was dude the other night when he asked it I was really really convicted because I like in my mind I was like I could I would want to produce somebody reproduce somebody that can work the same type of way that I can right or that can you know do the same kind of things you know as far as like physical mm-hmm. but I I don't like I when he asked me I was like I can't I don't want to reproduce somebody spiritually like me because right. I, dra- I drag my feet sometimes. We right? all do. You know, big time. And so that's, you know, that's why I went that route. So maybe I think, you know, even though your answer, I really do believe that that is like probably as Christian of an answer as you can give. I think for me that question was sounded different because I had to check my motive. Right, 
Right. No, and I maybe and maybe certain questions is not really for you to answer, but for you to really understand. Hey, I'm something's off right now. No, absolutely. Like, something's off, and I gotta fix absolutely. it. I gotta fix it. No, that's good. I think it did. It really did help me too. The you know that yeah. I legitimately like after that night. Not saying like I'm walking on water right now, but like mm-hmm. after that, after you know having that talk, I felt fired up, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I felt really fired. I, was I think like, self evaluation, self evaluation, at every chapter in your life, because you're gonna have, you're gonna have good seasons, you're gonna have bad seasons, and I think self evaluation every so often in the middle of a season, wherever is beneficial to figuring out exactly who we are and how we're handling those chapters. You know what I mean? And that's why every so often I, I'll double check like with Ernie or anybody else I'm close to, like, yo, am I tripping right now? You know, how how does this sound to you? And that's self evaluation. That's, that's me good. that's me giving, you know, a, a input. I want input back, you know, on how how I'm perceiving a certain situation, you know what I mean? Because I could be off, and I'm willing to. When you when you ask for advice from someone, you should be willing to accept the answer, even not, if you don't like. Even it. if yeah, you even don't if like, like it. it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and really consider the feedback that you're getting, yeah. right? Because, like, it goes it goes also into, um, you know, if you if you want to be more spiritual when it comes to making like disciples, right? You know. You can't give what you, you don't, don't have. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You yeah. can't give what you don't have. And there's been times where I'm like, I'm I'm not the best spiritually. Like, I'm not where I want to be right now in my walk with God. And it's so hard for me to pour something into someone when I feel drained spiritually. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that and that kind of discourages me. And I'm speaking from me. Yeah, no, it just it just discourages me. From wanting to work with anybody, but in reality, if I if I really take a step outside of me being self conscious with who I am spiritually, even though you know, I, truthfully, I could be lacking in these areas, the greater good is really bringing people to salvation, because you we are even though it, within our Christian circle we see where we're lacking amongst our peers or you know where we can make improvements, but in comparison to the world. We are we're on another level. Like we're at, we're doing very well. We're doing better than you know anybody that's out there struggling in their marriage, struggling with drugs, addiction. Sure. And so I think it really is a matter of perspective. But there's nothing wrong with still having a self evaluation every so often to see and calibrate to make sure that you're on the right you know the right settings. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. To make sure you're thinking straight, and you, you know, and and like I said, that's something that personally that I've had to look into myself. And I, I, t- I had to talk with Dustin. I went to, I went to the altar like I don't know three weeks ago because I I like I felt like I've been completely depleted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know the, the separation. Like sometimes you go through seasons where you feel like you're alone. Yeah, you're trying. Sure. You're dry, you're in the and you're not close to, like, your brothers in, in church, like like it used to be. Yeah. You play the comparison game, like, oh, man, we're not close like we were years ago. And some people, that'll that'll take them out of the church. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But but I think understanding seasons, and that's a whole other conversation. No, I mean, it's a really, you know, valid point, too, because, I mean, like, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, I've been here for so long. Right. And, I'm, and like, when you re- reassess... 
and you reassess and you feel like you're in the, in the same place. Right. And then you try to do something, but then you take two steps back. It almost feels like quicksand. Like, right. You're like, what is going on here? Right. You know what I mean? So that's really bad. And like, I hope to God, like, I, you know, I tarry like another, you know, 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't have to go through that every, you know, so often. I've gone through that. So I just, you know, that's, I think it's valid. Very right. valid. No, absolutely. Really valid. And I think we have to, we have to look at the big picture. I think we're we're very nearsighted when it comes to comparing ourselves. Like, I'm not who I was a year ago, but look further back to like before your salvation, and look where you were then, and look where you are now, and then you'll you'll start to see all the the small victories that God has done for you in the past that actually led to where you are. Yeah, you may not be hitting all the licks right now, but you're still light years away from ultimately where you were before. Right. And I think that's this perspective that you you have to have in order to keep going, just to recalibrate. Be like, you know what? I'm not as bad as I think I am, but I still can work and be better. Yeah. And what you're describing kind of sounds to me like a like a almost like a checklist. You know, like, well, I used to do this, this, and right, this. right, right. But right now, I'm not doing those things. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm firing off all right on so, all cylinders. Right. You know? Which I don't think is healthy. It's not. It's not. Yeah, no. It's not. It's not. Because it's like, to, then right there, you're saying, well, I have to do these things to be right. And exactly. it's not true. And there's, no, there's no checklist. Yeah. Everyone's path is going to be different. There's no checklist to, the checklist to life, right? No. Because life throws whatever. Your list is way different than mine. My whatever. list is different than yours. It's, it's not a cookie cutter, man. It's, it's not. not. It really you isn't, dude. Live life the best way that you can in the moment and uh, try to set yourself up I mean it would be good for me at least is something that I try to practice is setting stuff up for myself but also for those that are following behind me you know and the one that I think about the most is Angelo you know because he's the next one that's coming up how can I live my life and set things up so that he could be able to benefit from it and the other kids can benefit from it you know Um, that way I'm always kind of moving forward or at least striving to move forward rather yeah. than staying stagnant, you know, right? Or standing still, right? So, yeah, that 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 question was laid heavy on me. That's for a good a while question. That was a good question, that, you know, dude. Because of that, but that was a good answer too. Because that's that's another one that wasn't, and that's why it's interesting <clears> to hear <throat> the same question just with other people's perspectives, you know? That, yeah, because because we were all all four of us were kind of on the default like. It's like, man, like every single one of us thought about at least three things that we see wrong with ourselves that we could definitely improve on. But nobody thought about the right. But nobody thought about, well, listen, you know what? Yeah, sure, I can improve in these things, but man, compared to where where I am now towards where maybe 15 years ago, completely Mm -hmm. different. Maybe we don't even have to go that far back. Maybe just seven years ago. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, Ah, I am. All right, God is. We can see God. Yeah, yeah. Doing something in us, you know, and that's a very hopeful way to look at something. I, and you know, it's weird. I think God has an interesting way of like even when you're not feeling like like you can hold yourself to a certain standard in whatever you know. Everybody has their own standards, but I feel like God will give you something that will like you would might even feel like undeserved, like. I know a while back when I first came back from deployment the second time, um, you know, pastor just randomly was like, hey, man, you want to be an usher? And to mm-hmm. me, like, especially back when, uh, you know, when I was coming up, getting raised up in the Little Creek building, I used to look at those guys and be like, man, they're like, 
sharp, dude. They're, mm-hmm. They dress sharp. They're firing off at all cylinders. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't really know if I'm ready for that responsibility to you know, to go to like a Bible study. You know, my my house my house can be a mess sometimes, and I'm not talking about like physically a mess, just like mm-hmm. me and my wife. And all right. Like, uh. And he asked me, and then like it was weird that when I said yes, I didn't want for one, I didn't want to disappoint him. Be like, no, I'm not ready. And so I was like, yes, sir. I, you know, I'll try my best, right? And it's an easy task, like you know, but I had a big respect for it. Is that real crying? Should I check? No, I think that's my kid. <laughs> check. Yeah, keep going. Okay, but I I had like I had a legitimate like respect for it, but when I decided to do it, it was like not that I was more fired up, but there was more of a reason to hold a standard. Yeah. And it was like, God was like, when I was already starting to kind of, oh, I don't know, you it's know? Like off yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And then it it's was like, like, no, 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 here you go. Here's some bones. Like, let me throw you a bone so you can yeah. start acting even a little bit better. Yeah. You know? And it was like, it's it was really interesting because I was like, you know, I was willing, oh, let's watch a movie or something. And, yeah. And, you know, whatever. And then God was like, no, no, no. And then I was like, no, I can't be doing this, man. Yeah. And it was like, and, it, and if it wasn't for that, that, that marker that God gave me, Maybe I wouldn't have held the standard. And that's probably why Pastor, when he preaches, he says it's important to go forward because when you think about the dudes over the years that stopped trying to go forward, yeah. they didn't make it. Yeah, that's right. They didn't make it. And I'm not saying you have to be like a pastor, but you get at least, like you said, you got to keep you gotta, yeah. reaching you gotta forward, keep you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. So what I was telling him, you know, as you left to make sure no kids were on yeah. fire, yeah. Or <laughs> was, kids on fire bad. I said, the, the standard that I was already kind of starting to slack on when God threw me a bone was like, here, do this ministry, right? Right. I was like, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't mess up. I can't do this. Right. I can't go back on the standard because I have, like, it's like more of an accountability thing. Oh, yeah. Like an extra thing. And then I told him, it's almost as if, like, that's why Pastor preaches on it, mm-hmm. trying to move forward constantly. Right. right. Because if you look at the members, you know, the souls that have been lost because mm-hmm. they stopped trying to move they forward. They stopped trying, Yeah. It's like it's probably the same thing happened. They just yeah. they just said, you know, stop living with them standards, and before you know it, they sear their conscience, and they're just. Yeah. And then it's a done. Deal. And then it's done. Well, interesting topics today, gentlemen. I really think we good. Go ahead. And, I mean, we're going on fifty-eight minutes now. Nice. That's good. That's good. Solid. That's really solid. And, uh, I really don't know how to close one of these out, man. <laughs> so, I, I, it, it really just ends. Uh, like, yeah, all right. Ends. That's it. <laughs> I think Trula knows how to close it out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like... <laughs> she starts snoring. It's like, all right, that's enough, guys. We put the audience to sleep. <laughs> or whoever listens to it. All right. Can we good? Three, yeah. two, one. That's a wrap.